and here we go. All right. First podcast of 2021. 2021, it's here. It is here. It's funny. Have you seen those match commercials where Satan gets matched up with user 2020? No. Really? Uh, Dude, it's funny. You got to look them up. I think. What did a commercial for? Match. Match.com. Oh, man. Okay. So okay. Ryan Reynolds plays Satan and, you know, he's on match and he's trying to like find love and he gets matched up with 2020, who's this hot <laughs> chick and they're going around and shit. Dude, it is. It is one of the best well-done commercials I've seen in a long time. There, it is fucking pretty funny. You gotta, <laughs> they got them on YouTube. You can oh, check it out. See them. It's funny, man. Yeah. Also, uh, twenty twenty asks, so where are you from? Hell, me too. Yeah, it's funny. She's like, she hates toilet paper. <laughs> There's a scene where she's stealing a bunch of toilet paper. <laughs> Yeah, it's pretty funny. So, uh, but here we are, 2020. So, or one. 2021. See how that goes. I'm gonna have to get used to saying 2021. Me too. So, but the more things change, the more they stay the same. And we are here. And we've got Z with us. And Z's got a Pokemon update. Z had a good Christmas. Got a bunch of stuff. He got a actually got him a 22 rifle from Santa Claus. How'd you like shooting that? Okay. I liked it. Did you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's pretty good, man. Once he figured out uh, what to look at, like kind of, that, that's the hard thing because you can't. It, it, it's hard to explain. It's hard to explain. You're telling people, and then you're trying to tell it to a kid, and it's like, okay, do your best. And so once he figured out what he needed to look at I, to get it going, I, I hit the middle of the axe almost every time. Nice. Yeah, man. Actually, got a little target right here. Which makes for compelling fucking podcasting, but that is oh, that's one of them. But so, dude, look at that. a lot of those. Are that was shots. you. That was them. A Dang, lot of dude. Them. Then he started getting tired. Like yeah. his arms started getting tired. But dude, he was freaking plugging away from and like you just seven stand, yards. Standing there, just shooting it up at your shoulder. Yeah. No resting around nothing. No, that's awesome, dude. Yeah, man, just had it out at like seven yards, and he was. Uh, he was getting it. That's so, cool. Yeah, it was cool. Uh, that dude, that little rifle is a lot of fun. Is it? Yeah, shooting a little twenty two is fun. I mean, it's just there's there's no you're not subconsciously scared of it, mm-hmm. and it's easy to shoot. You're not like dealing with recoil and all this tension that you got to create to deal with it. So you're just uh, you're you're shooting a gun, but it's the you know, an enjoyable experience. So that's why I want to get a 22 pistol. They have a whole bay out there at the four range, 422. Yeah, that's where we went. Yeah. Have you seen it? I haven't gone over there. I've seen it from a distance. Dude, I haven't gone over there and looked at the it. fucking targets are tiny. Are they little? Tiny. Yeah. Huh. So you feel like a badass if you're over there shooting your 22 on the regular bays with the with the bigger target, bigger size steel targets. And then you go over to the little one and you're like, it took me a little bit to like get myself like oh I gotta be like real you, you can't be just like kind of precise you need to be real precise huh. which is cool because you know you can do that with the 22 because you don't have the recoil and all easier, that stuff yeah. so you can shoot man they had dude, these little dude, they had to be like fucking six inches you know uh, little little circles and they had some set up at the 50 yards out and we're fucking shooting at those and like plinking those a few times nice. man yeah, 
It was fun. So yeah, yeah, fifty yards out, and they were like this tiny. Dude, you couldn't see that. Like you're just, you're doing your best. But I mean, honestly, at that point, there, there's a lot of skill involved. But there's a little bit of luck because like luck. it's there's like literally the iron sight is covering up the entire target. Uh, there's no way you're like really aiming at anything on the target. You're just kind of like, okay, I think this is lined up, and boom, and. Sometimes it would go plank. So. <laughs> so anyways, yeah, he got him a 22 and some Pokemon cards and a bunch of Legos. I got s- seven things of Legos. Nice. On, on Christmas Eve, on Christmas. Did you put them all together already? Yep. I'm assuming so. In a day and a half. You know, Christmas Day, he plowed through about five of them. And then he uh, put the other two together the next day. So... In case you're wondering, seven Lego sets equals a day and a half of entertainment. <laughs> so. And then after that, I just went back to my normal bothering Ajax and my sister. <laughs> Sounds about right. Yeah. So. Sounds about right, buddy. Sometimes we'll take them apart and put them back together, but at that point, the project became helping me with uh, Slave One and the Boba Fett helmet and all that. So, my Lego projects. There's a Lego heavy. Uh, Christmas for the family. Charlotte got Baby Yoda. And he got his and he uh, got mine. Uh, oh, and the friend set. Did she almost? Did she figure out the catching the friend set on fire with the lighting situation yet? No. no. We think that it may have just been a faulty unit. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're returning it, and then uh, yeah, uh, Kevin, my stepdad, is gonna help her put it together. Nice. So, yeah, make sure it's done right. <laughs> no more faulty units. <laughs> so, yeah, man. But, uh, so Z, you got a Pokemon card for us, yeah? Pokemon update time? Yes. All right, buddy. What do we got? I was just sitting, first I was just sitting here so long I forgot what we were doing in here. Mm. We're chatting. Okay. Our fortnightly chat. It's in Lolan Sand Slash. Wow. It evolves from Alolan Sandshrew. It has 110 hit points. It's a water type. Its attacks are Slush Rush, which does 0 damage, and Smash Turn, which does 50 damage. It's a rare. Um, uh, the, the little thing on the bottom says, Feeling a volcano erupted. It settled a snowy mountain. As it races through the snowfields, it sends up a spray of snow. Okay. So you like that one because it's rare? Yeah. Also because it looks really cool. Yeah. That's pretty good. All right, man. Sweet. Well, there you go. Pokemon update. Anything else you want to share? I spent my Christmas... I spent some of my Christmas money... And I got some really cool toys. Did you? One of them is actually rare that I got. It's a little... Sip. It, there, uh, I got a cool rare bot-bot. It was in this little surprise pack, but it was actually cracked open a little bit. I was going to peek in, peek in it, and then when I saw that it was a gold one, I was like, Dad, can I get this one? What's a bop bop from? What uh, it's a mini transformer. Transformer yeah. is it part of the bop 
Baba or yeah. Baba is a, it's is a, a transformer. transformer. Yeah, okay. they're just little tiny ones that I had no idea if this was Star Wars or no, Transformers no. or Pokemon. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, they're pretty cute. It's uh, they just take like you know a telescope, a little mini telescope, and then now you got a robot thing. So they're uh, yeah, like I said, they're pretty cute. Sweet. Sweet. And like gold um, 3D glasses. Now you have a golden owl. Nice. So yeah, the golden ones are rare. Mm-hmm. So. And I got one. Yeah, ma'am. Well, all right, buddy. I guess. Uh, thanks, thanks for, for the update. Yeah, thanks for the update. Get to start out 2021 properly. Yep. All right, ma'am. Go get some breakfast, get cleaned up. You can use the new shower head and the new faucet. Well, today. You need to shower every day. (laughs) It's still a thing. It's still a thing. Yeah. So, all right, man. We'll see ya. Yeah. Just ruined his whole day. Did he take a shower? Yep. It's funny that he dislikes him so much. Well, it's... Dude. Yeah, don't get me started. It's (laughs) It's a Pavlovian response. That's what's maddening. You know, because he doesn't dislike showers. Mm-hmm. Like, who the fuck dislikes hot water running? Like, it's not a bad thing. No one's asking you to torture yourself. Torture you don't yourself. have to go in there and take a freezing yeah, cold shower. Yeah, exactly. It, it's an enjoyable thing. It's not a bad thing. And he actually likes it. Usually when he gets in, that's why we've had to set a timer on him half the time. Because he stays in so long. It's just, he just has this knee-jerk response to certain things. And like, taking a shower is just like, <gasps> It's like, dude, what? Why? Like, I don't... It's maddening because it makes no sense. Like, we go through this. You know how this is going to end. Like, you can probably tell me all the things that I'm about to tell you. (laughs) We've done this this so so many many times. times. What are we doing here? (laughs) So, uh, but yeah, it's, it's funny, man. We have to threaten them half the time. Like, dude, if you have a bad attitude, you're not going to get to watch anything later today. I, I... it's crazy that you got to threaten them with stuff to get them to just take a shower. So, but you know, it's part of the struggle. Kids just, they don't like being told what to do. That's part of it. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. There's just, they're being told. And being that, he's, being that he's your offspring, he probably, probably has even less so. even less so like yeah. being told what to do. <laughs> Some of that's your fault. It's yeah. Hereditary. I know. <laughs> I know. It's all right. But, but you got to be able to examine it. That's the thing I'm trying to, help him do is like it's it's good to be uh suspicious and rebellious i think that just being a submissive sheep is not the answer but um you need to be able to temper it you know so on one end you've got people who wear fucking masks in their car and on the other end you got people who think the fucking earth is flat you know it's like they either believe everything or they don't believe anything and it's like, we got to find a healthy balance somewhere in the middle. But, uh, you know, that's the goal. But a little skepticism is good. A little skepticism is good. Yeah. Except for, it's funny, man. In the, we were talking about that this morning. Like, you know, we're getting into the shooting thing. And what's interesting is when we first get into stuff, like, we don't, we don't have skepticism, you know. Because we were talking about, like, oh, this guy had this insight into, like, one eye versus both eyes and stuff like that. And we never really heard it before. And you and I have done, you know, a relatively good amount of research and listened to stuff. And, and, uh, and, and so, we, you know, but when we're in, it's like, oh, okay, well, this is what you do. 
I'm not really suspicious of a whole lot. Like if somebody who's better than me, which is pretty much everyone, <laughs> tells me something, I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. cool. And but uh, but yeah, you do eventually have to start questioning because as we were talking about it, it's like, oh, well yeah, that makes sense. Like that's you know, but yeah, it's a lot. Like you, in, but you can't question it until you just you have to just kind of go with it. Yeah. And ex- and experiment yourself, and then you start questioning. Yes. Yeah, but yeah, when you're first learning something, you gotta you, be able to turn the skepticism off. You have yeah, you just have to find follow stuff blindly. Yes. Unless it's completely ignorant, and then figure it out. Oh, okay, this may have been good advice. This may have been bad advice. Yeah. But you gotta have that initial, just okay. Yep. Just follow it and see what happens. Yep. You just got to kind of give up. like a fucking cult member yep. here. Just, yeah. okay, whatever okay. I'm going to do, I'm, I'm going to do it. And we'll see in, you know, in a few months I'll take a breath and come up and look around and be like, okay, how's this going? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, is there anything I need to reevaluate? And usually there is, but uh, it's good at first. And we've talked about it that, uh, what was it, like unlearning or no, unfreedom. Mm-hmm. It's like you need a period of unfreedom, you know, like with, in, with jujitsu, with white belts. It's like, that's the same thing, man. Like, Dude, if someone is better than you, which is pretty much everyone, tells you, man, this is what you should be doing or, or whatever, like, just do it. Like, don't fucking question them. Don't be like, oh, well, I saw this YouTube video that says that you want to do this this way or whatever. It's like, man, just shut the fuck up. You don't have the freedom to question stuff or, like, you know, do things your own way. And uh, But eventually, you do need to get to the point where you get that. But that unfreedom leads to the freedom that you get, uh, that you're looking for, but yeah, it's, uh, similar. Yeah. The proper amount of skepticism and knowing when to apply it. Yeah. That's the, that's the balance. Yes. That's the difficult. Yeah. Yeah. Difficult part of the equation when you're learning, learning new things, learning new things, just trying to navigate life. Hell yeah. So yeah, man. So we got an interesting problem at Fruit of BJJ. Oh, Okay. We got like fucking too many kids. Do you? And I'll start kicking them out. No, I'm kidding. What's your, uh, like kind of what's the limit, like the size that you can kind of handle? I think that, man, once we start getting over a dozen kids on the mat, it starts to get uh, a little tougher. Mm -hmm. It's not even cramped. It's that we've got like the big kids and the little kids Mm -hmm. together. And so uh, it's just being able to like get enough coaching for everyone that becomes more of the the challenge. So, dude, we've had like 18 kids on the mat Have you on really? a pretty regular basis the last few weeks. So we've got just like, yeah, we've got more kids that are uh, inquiring. It's funny. It's like, dude. What, and what are you doing? You're running kids' classes twice a week right now? Like Mondays yeah. and Wednesdays? Monday and Wednesday. So Do you have enough to split it up into uh, another class? See, I do, but... You know, I've been doing this long enough to know, like, man, my my mental energy and my time is finite. Yep. And so, as easy as it sounds to be like, oh, I'm just going to throw another class on the schedule. There's a cost. There's a huge cost. Yeah. You know, especially at this point where, like, I've got a lot of things going on. And uh, so, yeah, it's it's interesting. I was talking with Kelly about it for you uh we got here this morning and it's like because the initial thing is like oh you know let's uh split the classes up but that has a cost and Mm -hmm. so like well is there a way to make the current situation more efficient you know so that's why we were joking like oh do you need a job you know coaching kids after work because you know what we what we usually end up doing is like the kids do the warm-up together 
and then I'll show a technique and then we split them up. And then you got the big kids on, on one side of the mat and the little kids on the other side of the mat. And then like right now, Kiele kind of works with the big kids and I work with the little kids. And so like, I don't really get a chance to do much with the big kids at all. Mm -hmm. And so, uh, you know, and then, so they do that. We've split them up a little bit for like the technique and then wrestling. And then they come together for dodgeball at the end. And so like overall, the formula is not bad. Like it's, it's, uh, you know, I'm not trying to run everybody through the same thing. Like the little kids kind of have their thing and the big kids kind of have their thing. They got a common thread, but the problem is I get sucked into coaching the little kids and then I can't really pay attention to anything else that's going on. And so that's where it's like, well, if we split the classes up, then, you know, Kelly would be able to help and that would solve the problem. But, you know, is there a way to maybe get someone to help with the big kids or the little kids so that I can kind of be like, you know, floating between both and helping with both, you know, sort of solutions. So, yeah, it definitely becomes a uh, manpower thing because you know, little coaching little kids is like herding cats. Yeah, it's tough. yeah, it, it is tough. And then when you know to try to explain you, you get a little kid that's messing up the technique, and you're taking your time and effort to explain that. Then little Timmy over here is jerking off and doing something else you know what I mean? like, <laughs> oh yeah it's like son of a bitch like dude it's so difficult dude yeah it's not an easy task no you, and it's it is a manpower thing you just need more coaches and especially when, when it even comes to kids it's almost like you just need like parents that you know and then you can kind of give them a cursory knowledge of yeah it just uh, it is yeah, getting parents in, involved i got like i mean I, I think ken ken's the only person who has a kid who also does jujitsu, you know, cause I mean, cause I helped coach kids class when I first like Shiloh started doing it. And so like I, I pitched in. You were helped. doing it for a while over at Grand Valley. Yeah. 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 I was coaching for quite a while. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, I mean, that's, that's your initial source of help usually mm -hmm. is like, Hey, you know, do you want to help coach your kid, you know, or the kids class? Cause it is a good way to learn stuff. I mean, you definitely pick things up, uh, helping with the kids class so but like my my uh i have one person <laughs> who's, who i could uh do that with and so usually having a couple would be better but um so yeah i don't know i'm thinking because shiloh is technically gonna not be in the kids class here soon because she's gonna be 16 and so it's one of the benefits of having kids you can make them do stuff I know that's why we never had a tractor and when we moved into the house in Flushing our yard was big enough to where like mowing it by push mower like sucked and so we'd always talk to my dad like dude buy us a tractor like this is kind of a decent sized yard this takes a while he said why the fuck no I have kids some kids go push it you need exercise it's cheaper go you push it time. why don't we have a dishwasher because I have kids and <laughs> we know we never had a dishwasher he's like wash the goddamn dishes <laughs> So when yeah. you have kids, you can, yep. it's kind of like slave labor a little bit. A little bit. So it's, uh, yeah, I think we're going to explore some, some things, maybe have Shiloh because the big kids can kind of run themselves a little bit, mm -hmm. especially like if I'm able to help and interact with them on any level, it's like you said, the little kids is like herding cats, it man. Is too. Holy crap. <laughs> it is. Yeah. It's uh, it takes you know, a lot of patience. It, yeah, it does. I mean, it's fun. Like right about like you know, cause Z is seven, and he can he can stay pretty focused. And there's another there's a couple kids around that age, and so they can, 
you know, stay reasonably focused. But yeah, man, the younger kids and like I kind of um, have made it more interesting on myself because I have a hard time saying no to kids mm -hmm. that want to do the class. And I've got two four-year-olds who have older brothers who do the class and like they want to do the class with their older brother and it's like man am I gonna tell a kid that wants to be here and wants to like do this like no you can't do it and so uh so anyway I mean I, you know the parents are cool I've told them like look man like they may end up just sitting on the wall watching a bunch because you know, when we're doing the technique or we're doing stuff, like if they're not into it or, or whatever, like, you know, they're not, they can't suck up. They're too the young time, for the yeah. class. Yeah. yeah. Like they know that it's like, no, I don't like, they are younger than what I usually take on. So like, they're not going to be able to, it's not going to be the same for them, uh, sort of thing, but still, you still try to like, mm -hmm. you know, get them involved, but it's just like the younger they are just the disproportionately large amount of time that they require to keep on track. It's huge. So, yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 man. So it's. Uh, and then you feel bad, like even if, even if you tell the parents that and they're fully understanding, and so you let the little four year olds come in and try it, you feel terrible not letting them be fully engaged. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like you gotta watch. I don't like to you not have like, them. Yeah, doing you, stuff. you want them doing the whole thing. If you're yeah. gonna let them do it, you like be part of it. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so then you feel bad like uh you know, it's, so it's a, it's a really kind of lose-lose situation. Like you feel bad for not letting them do it. Yeah. Then you let them do it and then it's just whew. That's why I think if I can find someone else to do that, then I don't have to feel bad about it. You so. may let them feel bad. Yeah, about let it. them feel bad about it. Okay, I'm trying Although, my best. Oh man, I don't I don't uh and more I talk about it, the more I'm kind of leaning towards trying that cuz we can always go to more classes. The thing is is like once we go to more classes, it can be a little tough to like go back. And so, uh, I think that this is the more I, I think about it and talk about it, the more I think we're going to try that, like getting, uh, Shiloh more involved with just kind of helping coach the bigger kids and letting me help. And then It'd be good for Shiloh her. Help I think she'd kids. be good at it. You know, Shiloh seems like pretty patient. Yeah. Yeah. Kid. She's, she is. I mean, I'd let her help with the little kids. She does great with the little kids, but Z's in that group. And that's not going to end well. That gets interesting. <laughs> <laughs> many times you know not that you know it's not always one or the other or whatever they just you know they have a brother sister yeah, yeah there's a brother sister thing there yeah and so it uh so anyways yeah that's why we're we're probably gonna let Kiela handle the little kids and then shall help out with the big kids <laughs> you know it's funny Kiela's like you know I don't know how that'll work because you know the the kids look at her like a peer and I'm like she's bigger than them and she can kick all their asses you know, it's like, like I, I don't know, not not to like take it down to the lowest common denominator, but on some level, like if I'm saying that this person is going to help coach this group and they're bigger than everyone, they can kick all your asses, they're better than you, they know more than, you know what I mean? It's like, it, no. Kids no. think in pretty simple terms when it comes to that. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, like Shiloh can beat us up. Yeah. So she can tell us what to do. Yeah. You know I mean, it's I mean? not even close. Like right. she's head and shoulders fucking better than any kid there mm -hmm. I mean when she wrestles like she's usually just letting people do stuff to her and trying to let them work stuff because if she just went on one of the kids like you know and I say kids you know she's 15 they're like you know 12 13 you know <laughs> several boys uh and it's like yeah dude, she's whooping her ass 
And so, yeah, I don't think the respect thing yeah, would be... Yeah, I don't think that'll be a problem. No, because yeah. she knows what she's talking about. And so, like, if she says, hey, this is how you should do this, then it's like, you know, yeah, we should listen to Shiloh because she knows what she's talking about. So I think that'll go... I think that'll go fine. Yeah, I think that'll be all right. Yeah. So, so there you go, man. That's my, my good New Year's good problem. Pro- good problem to have. It is a good and problem. You, kinda, you know, I know in the back of your head, you knew that problem would come eventually. Yeah. Yeah, it's... It's inevitable. Yep. Yeah. Well, I, yeah. I mean, I know you think you think it, but I've also been involved in a lot of things that I thought were gonna go a certain way that didn't either. So um, it's good to see. And you know what's interesting is like we're not doing any promotion. It's not like we're out there trying to get new kids in. It's just it is starting just like word of mouth. Like oh, this you know one of the kids doing it has a friend and then they got a sister and then they have a friend and then oh they talked to this person who heard about it and so and a lot of school programs are shut down right now they're not doing yeah. much of it so parents yeah. are needing outlets yeah. for their kids yeah we're needing so yeah. that's uh we're definitely benefiting from from that cuz yeah there's a lot of kids who would be doing soccer or freaking football yeah, I bet or basketball you a lot, a lot of kids or, sports are shut down right now still right they're not doing a ton of it man i'm not really sure i don't think so i bet they're not i mean i know there's things going on because i know like uh like gymnastics is going on at one of the places um because i know a couple mm-hmm. kids that are doing that but yeah as far as like school sports organized school sports like i'm i've heard like wrestling was going like in in i don't know so yeah, I don't know. I don't know if they're like trying to make some sort of attempt, but it's not the same. They, well, yeah, wrestling is going. It's funny because uh, I was talking. Who was I talking to about that? Oh, I was talking to Brian Harris because his boys wrestle. Yeah, it's how they're. It's not actually through the school because like the schools oh, can't do it. Okay. So it's like wrestling. So club. it's another club thing. Yeah, they, I like mean, the but, gymnastics thing. But it is the school. It is right. all the same kids and coaches and everything. But then they did instead of being Grand Junction High School wrestling team, they're Grand Junction wrestling club or whatever you know they throw a different fucking name on it yeah and they're doing the same thing yeah so some of those things are taking place yeah 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 like, but like, like it's, it's not uh not the same mm-hmm. uh so yeah we're there's definitely several kids and even some of the adults like old adam is uh training with us because he can't do his triathlons and other things so you know it's uh it's had some benefit but seems like triathlons and shit could keep on going you know what I mean? Just out there swimming and running and biking. Yeah, but you're so close. You could be, yeah. And they don't. I mean, apparently in this upcoming season, things are scheduled. But, uh, dude, the Olympics are supposed to go on this year. <laughs> you think that's going to happen? This summer? Yeah. Remember they postponed them for a year. Oh, that's right. They were supposed to go on last summer, weren't they? supposed to go on last summer. I forgot all about that. Dude, it has been so... It hasn't even been a year. And it is... Like, I was just thinking back on, like, all the shit that happened over this last year. And it's crazy. It's, like, five years worth of shit. Crammed into one Crammed year. Into yeah. One. Well, yeah, when shit started hitting the fan, it was almost a year. I mean, it's we're, we're in January it, now. It was February, March. Yep. Remember, they, they canceled March Madness. Yep. So it was well, right I at the remember, end of February. Because I remember I went on, I went to Silverton, went skiing, President's Day weekend. So, middle of February. Oh, speaking of that, because I was sick. Because I remember I got pretty sick like the week before that. Yeah. And that weekend before I went and did that uh, backcountry skiing there with Adam, uh, if it would have been that weekend prior, like I was gonna have to cancel, dude. I was wrecked. I, I remember just you know just your you know typical cold cough and yeah. just terrible. And then the next weekend came up, and I was still pretty rough, man. I was coughing quite a bit. 
and we went into that trip. But the reason I bring that up is because I was certain I had the coronavirus. I mean, at the time, coronavirus really wasn't a thing yet. No. It did, you know, but it literally, like, another week or two went by, and then it was a major thing. Um, I went and did the antibody test at City Market because you can do it for yeah. like twenty five bucks. Yeah. No antibodies. No, huh? Nope, I didn't. I, I, I don't know how. Like, if I was sick that long ago, almost a year ago, would you? Do you still have the antibodies? How does that work? You should. You I mean, think once you? Yeah, that's how. Once you get it, because I mean, that's it should. Uh... So, but apparently, I didn't have it because I did huh. not have the antibodies. Interesting. So. Yeah. I went and spent the twenty five bucks to check it out. I've been meaning to and finally I had the opportunity. I was like, oh, I'll I'll do it. It's one of those yeah, it's interesting to know for your own knowledge, but what's funny is like that doesn't get you anything. No, no, it was it was more like You don't get a I don't have to wear a mask card. Right, or that you know, the vaccine's starting to become out you know, come out. So yeah. like okay, I don't need a vaccine. If I got antibodies, I don't need a vaccine. Yeah. You know, um, that's you know, one of the reasons I was doing it. I was like, yeah. Okay, let's finally find out. Because I've been assuming this whole year that I had it. Dude. Like, I'm, oh, yeah, I've been telling everybody. I'm positive I had it. Yeah. No, apparently I just had something else. Hmm. Did not have COVID-19. Yeah. Yeah, it's funny how science can't restore any rights. It can only take your rights away. Mm-hmm. So, you know, they use science to do the antibody test. But even if you're positive, you don't get anything back because science says, no, I had it. So I'm not, you know, the same as people who haven't had it, who need to do these things. It's like... It's fucking, it's madness. Like, it's still making the kids do the 14-day quarantine when the CDC is like, no, it's 7 to 10 days. You know? It's like, well, it should be changed. Like, why Why can science not help us get some shit back? So, it's the new fucking religion, man. Yeah, just, obviously, I could just start going off. I get so frustrated. I mean, so much of it is, none of us knew what was going on at the jump. You know, so... So so much of the shit that the government and the polit- politicians did, they just wanted to look like they were doing something. They didn't want to be accused of not doing nothing. So they put all these fucking rules in place. And you can see the reason why they did some of it, because no one knew. But yeah. they, they won't admit they were wrong. That's that's the big fucking problem. You know, they, they won't say, okay, hey, we took this action. This action was not the best action to take. But at the time, it was with the information we had, it was the best we could do. We They won't say, hey, we fucked up. In course correct. They just won't do it. It's just like it's just like when you know you, you catch your kid lying and the kid just won't be like, all right, fuck it, I lied, you caught me. They, they just keep compounding. Yeah. You know what I mean? They just keep adding to it. Like, motherfucker, just admit we didn't make the best decision and we're moving forward. Yeah. They won't do it. And that's, that's why we're at where we're at. Dude, I've been... So... <laughs> uh-uh. we, we don't have a ton of time. I gotta, we'll wrap this up in like 10, 15 minutes. But uh, um, I've been going down this mental rabbit hole and I'm getting more and more the more I think about this the more concerned I get history repeats itself right yeah so we had the Spanish flu uh-huh. you know that was mid like prior to 1920 like 1918 or something I forget well then so we had the Spanish flu then we had the roaring 20s and then we had the Great Depression 1929 I think was like kind of the, the date we put on it in the history books History repeats itself, man. This is what I'm really getting concerned about, man. Like, I, I think we are going to repeat that same fucking cycle. And what does that mean for the Great Depression? You know, if we go through a, a second Great Depression. I've been really thinking about that. And it's really making me fucking freak out. Like, I've been going down this whole prepper rabbit hole already. Yeah. And I've been, consi- you know, considering this more. I don't know what it means. Well, yeah, I don't know how, how it's going to manifest itself in this day and age. I don't know. 
I mean, the bubble's gonna burst, right? Like, we live in an area with, like, a ridiculous housing market. Like, right. this this is not sustainable. Right. And... Our houses, I haven't really looked, but our houses are still pretty expensive right now. Oh, fucking insane, I haven't, I haven't yeah. looked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, uh... Yeah, a buddy of mine, uh... Who, who lives in New York and he does rental properties, and he's like, man, I was looking at houses in your area because, you know, one of the tricks is to have a rental property in an area you like to go on vacation... Because then anytime you go there, everything's a write-off because you're, you know, there to inspect your property or whatever. He's like, man, I was looking at houses in your area. He's like, what is going on there? It's crazy. I mean, like, freaking, I mean, these houses over there are going for over, like, three hundred, three hundred fifty thousand dollars $350,000. And they're, like, 1,700 square feet, 1,800 square feet. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're nice, but they're not, like, super nice. That's $350,000 nice. No, uh-uh. Not, I mean, the house across the street went for almost half a million dollars. It was like four eighty. Are you serious? Yeah, four seventy five, something like that. Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah, it's crazy. That's not a half a million dollar home. I, I mean, it, the, the location is what it is. I mean, we have right. so many people fucking coming here. Is I mean, they can't get those houses over there built fast enough. Like, they're literally... People are moving in while the builders are moving the last of their shit out. I mean, it's crazy. I don't know where they're coming from. I don't know what they do, but they're throwing down, you know, 350 grand on a house and they all got a brand new fucking Tacoma and a brand new shiny RV. And a br- it's like, what the fuck? Where are they? Who are these people? Like, what do they do? It's, uh, it's crazy. So, yeah, dude, we're getting invaded by the outdoorsy people. And uh, they got wind that this was a good area, but it can't last. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can't like no bubble does. So, but I guess like so. But you're talking about like you know a a, a major economic I'm talking, yeah like a complete collapse. Collapse. So we had you know a pretty significant downturn in what 2008. Yeah, I'm talking something dare I say catastrophic, like the Great Depression, where people are boiling their fucking boots. To try to get some nutrients because they can't. They, I'm concerned, man. They, our 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 current path and system is not sustainable. No, and, and everything and and so many different levels we could just we could discuss it. And yeah, man, like I I I got this weird feeling that something is gonna go. Like I say, fucking history repeats itself, man. Know your fucking history. We did it. We were doing this exact same thing. You know, we got the pandemic. People, once the pandemic gets, you know, we kind of sort that out. We get some vaccines. Everybody's going to be like, woohoo, and go out and fucking live it up like it's 1999. And then shit's going to hit the fucking fan. So I don't know. I, but it's that. Hmm. How do you prepare yourself? Do you stop? What, what do you do? You know, do you buy a bunch of gold and silver? You know, you put your money in Bitcoin. Bitcoin is so so high right now. Oh, yeah. I made a little bit of money in Bitcoin. Yeah. Cause I've been buying some over the years. You know, I've been, I was buying. Little, you know, bits and pieces of it, you know, for when it was like five grand, six grand of Bitcoin. I wish I bought it back when it was a hundred or two hundred dollars of Bitcoin. But dude, it's up around, I don't know what it is today, but it's like creeping up around thirty thousand dollars of Bitcoin. Damn. Yeah. And so where's that gonna go? You know, because like, people are people are thinking like I am, like, oh fuck, what's, but I don't know if that's the solution, you know. Yeah, Bitcoin's <sighs> interesting. I mean, because it relies on technology mm-hmm. and so like if there's a a fucking collapse like it just goes away yeah, yeah yeah i mean you know i don't know i i yeah it's it's interesting i think that 
the thing that's really weirded me out about this whole pandemic thing is how global it is. Like, there's nowhere to go to get away from it. And, and that, that's been a really unique thing in human history. Like, you know, you had the fucking Dark Ages in, in Europe, but, like, you know, over in the Middle East, it was, like, the Enlightenment period for them or whatever, you know what I mean? So, like, you, you, you know, you got the Black Death here, but you can go here. Like, you know, I know most people couldn't, but just theoretically you could. Like, there's just somewhere that you could go to get away from the problem. And so, like, what this is, like, changed my fucking view. I'm like, holy shit, like, this is, these things can be global. So, like, you know, an economic collapse in America, man, that sucks. But, I mean, what if it just means fucking pulling up stakes and moving to Costa Rica or something right. like that, right? I mean, it's, it, it's, that would suck. But, like, being in a position where you could do that would be an answer. But the problem is, is like, well, what happens if there's some sort of, like, global thing that happens and there's nowhere to fucking go there's nowhere to go there's nowhere to go and then it's just like holy shit now now what do we do so but uh yeah i don't know man i think that um the history does repeat itself i think that it would be man i don't know what would have to happen for there to be because there's just there's so many people that have so much at stake for the current system to not collapse and you know, so that's always kind of the, the um, I don't know, man, the underpinnings of a lot of stuff. I mean, that's what kept us through the Cold War, right? Like why Russia and fucking America didn't blow each other up is like there were just too many people that had too much at stake to not tear the whole thing down. But, but there's so many, so uh, the people that have so much at stake, like our politicians are quote unquote leaders. Yeah. They're fucking fools. And, you know, yeah. they're, they're not... Well, They're not I, afraid to just print a bunch of money. Yeah. And, dude, where, where was it? Like, was it like in Zimbabwe or something where the inflation got so ridiculous that their actual paper money was worth more as fuel? They were burning it to cook their food and for heat or whatever or light. Yeah. Because it was more valuable like that than it was to actually go exchange it for goods because their inflation got so fucking high because their idiot fucking government just kept printing it. Like, What's happening with our fucking guys? Like, the shit they do, dude, drives me fucking insane. Like, when they put that last bill out that was 5,570-some pages, they, they present it to all the, the Congress and like, hey, you have to vote on this in two hours. Fuck you, man. There, there's no common sense there. No one can read all that. And, and there was only like six, I think, politicians that stepped up and said, hey, this is absurd yeah. that you expect us to vote on this within two hours or five hours or whatever it was. We can't approve it. You know, there was like Ted Cruz. There was a guy from Utah. They're literally like AOC four. was one of them. She voted for it. She no, that fucking cunt. Oh, she voted for it. Yes, she was. She complained she, about. She it. She complained, but she didn't want to. She wouldn't put her name on the line. She voted for it. Uh, so fuck that. I hate that fucking bitch. She, yeah, she's she's she, a snake, she's, dude. she would speak up and say this is ridiculous. Yeah, but she didn't want it to come back and bite her in the ass to say hey we we oh she doesn't want to help the people. No, she voted for it. So yeah. fuck her. She, she like, I mean, but she's still like, I'm just, yeah, I don't, I don't, yeah, I can take that in isolation from everything else she's ever said or done. But actions, actions speak louder than words. Do. Yeah, yeah. She, she, she commented on the absurdity of it. Yeah. Which any rational person would. And only six people did. But she, but she voted for it to pass. Yeah. So actions speak louder than words, man. Yeah, You know yeah. what I mean? So fuck right off. And, the, and uh, but that's the kind of idiots we're dealing with. Like, you know, 
like I say, it's common sense, man. Like, okay, they want to, they're locking everybody down. A lot of people can't work. They need money to get by. Why doesn't a bill come out that you don't put all this other fucking bullshit exactly. in? Exactly. That's the thing that I don't Pre- understand. Present a fucking five-page bill that says, hey, we're going to like... This pe- is COVID relief. This period. is COVID relief. Nothing period. else. Nothing else. Don't yeah. put any other shit into it. Nothing else. We want to give people $2,000 a piece or whatever it is. I, I, you know, I don't know the economics behind it. But that is it. So so government can con- Congress can pick it up and read it. In 20 minutes, make an informed decision and vote on it. It's so, there's common sense there, man. Like, it gets so muddied up. You tell I get pissed off just because it's. Dude, yeah, I don't, I don't understand how those two things get. Like, you had the funding of the government, you had COVID relief, and you had, like, all this foreign aid bullshit. I mean, you had, like, just so much. And, and they were all tied together on one bill. So, if you objected to any one of the things on the bill, like, you were stuck. You're like, well, do I vote for the rest of the things? Right. Or do I not vote for it? And I was like, you know, the thing, like, you know, Trump was talking about, like, the COVID relief is bullshit. And, well, all of a sudden, the story got turned around to, like, oh, he's threatening to not fund the government. You know, we should we, we could face a government shutdown over him saying he's going to veto this bill. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, how did government funding get tied into COVID relief so that he can't veto a bullshit COVID relief bill without vetoing funding the government. I like that, that at the heart of everything that's wrong with the system, that's it right there. It's Until huge. that gets fixed, like this whole system is fucked. fucked. And see, it is, it's fucked. And I get it, man. I, I think about it. It just, there's no rational, you can't take any one of those motherfuckers and they're not going to give you a rational explanation as to why that goes down. They're, yeah. Well, the, 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 the theory is, I mean, so again, like you can see where it started where like, okay, look, man, I want to pass this bill. And so, you know, I need your help. And so, well, you need some funding for a project in your county. So, you know, you know, I will get support for both these things, you know, like y'all vote for my thing and, and have my support and you vote for it too and get your people to support it. And so it was a way to kind of try to reach, uh, like agreement on stuff whereas it's like hey this is all we're voting on here this is it then it's tougher to get people to vote for which Dude, yeah. sounds bullshit right because you're basically bribing people to vote for your shit yep. that's what it is yep. you're bribing people to vote for your shit yep and that's but the 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 you know the 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 politically correct way to look at it the way that they would explain it to you is that well this is how we build consensus is i agree to support your bill and you agree to support my bill and, you know, we're together so that that way they're guaranteed, right? Because you can say one thing and then I vote for you. And then when it comes time to vote for mine, you fuck me over and you yeah. don't vote for it. Well, so the only way that we can guarantee that we're both going to get what we want is if these two things are on the same bill so that we're voting on them at the same time so that if one passes, the other passes. That's the only way we're going to do this. Yeah. And if that's the only way that you can get things to happen, that's bullshit. If, like, you have a broken system. It's a broken system. It's a broken system if that's the only way things get to happen. Yeah. Because it's I'll scratch my back if you yep. scratch yours. That's, that's what it is. It comes down to just back scratch. Not what's best. It's who's, I, I need my back scratch. You need your back scratch. How do we scratch each other's back? Okay, there's a law. Yep. It, it, here's a bill. Here's a bill. It's like, holy shit, dude. It's insanity. It is insanity, dude. And it's, it's so fucking frustrating for us, just as common folk. Like, fuck, man. Like, what is happening? Like, if any of us operated our daily lives like the way the government operates 
It, it's not, you can't do it. Can't do it. They live in a fantasy world. It, it is not the real world. And it's like going to Telluride. All these motherfuckers in Telluride are in a fantasy land. And it's the same thing, man. It's, oh, I forgot to tell you. I freaked out a couple young girls, too. Yes. They're not wearing a mask. Yes. They're always, like, you know, I'm guessing, like, early 20s. Uh-huh. You know, uh, white girls who just look overly just freaked out by the fact that you're not wearing a mask. I, like, <laughs> I had one, we were in the mall, and I was sitting there talking to my mom and my sister, and uh, and I just, dude, we're on the mall, like the open right. area, and it's like, my general thing is, dude, I don't wear that fucking mask. I try to be respectful of people, so if there's yeah. people around, I'll, I'll pop it up. Yep. Yep. But if I'm in an area where there's just not a lot of people around, even if I'm inside, I'll take it off. I'll take it off, because yep. it fucking sucks. And so I'm sitting there talking to my mom, and out of the corner of my eye, I see this lady, like, stop. And she's just, like, just frozen on the periphery of our, <laughs> uh, of us. And I, I, I could barely, you know, I, I kind of noticed her. And then I noticed her walk around really far around us. And she looks over, and I could see her, like, give me the, like, the fucking disgusted, you're crazy look. I was like, oh, my God, man. And then, like, same thing uh, coming out of Kohl's. We were outside, and I'm walking through the parking lot to my car. And had the mask down. And same thing. Some girl saw it. And like, oh, fucking eyes go boom. Yeah. And just like, I mean, very obvious that they are circumventing uh, getting near you. And yeah. It's crazy. It's fucking hilarious, man. It is funny to watch. Like once you point it out. I wonder how many times it's happened before and I didn't realize it. And then once you point it out, I'm like, oh my God. Like there are... There's people that people are freaked the fuck freaked out. How they because they spend all day listening to and watching fear porn. Yeah, you know, what I like to call it, you know, like on CNN. And like, dude, if you watch when they got a, just a ticker scrolling across the screen of the death tolls, and it's it is just fear porn. Yeah, if you spend your days and that's the only information you got coming in, yeah, you're gonna be freaked out. <laughs> dude, I went to uh, REI to uh, we were looking for something when we were Christmas shopping. And they were only letting a certain number of people in at a time. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and of course, you know, Target's not, this is one of those fucking things. It's like, I can go to the mall no one's checking me to see how many people are here. Walmart, the fucking grocery store. But I come to REI and you motherfuckers are going to tell me I got to wait outside because you can only have like 10 people in the store at a time. And so like, I walk up and I saw the line. I was like, oh man, are they making us wait out here? And they're like, yeah. And dude, it's so funny. I, my filter just didn't pop up in time. I was like, fuck this shit. And I just turned around <laughs> and walked off. <laughs> like, Kelly standing there like, oh shit. I'm like, guess we're leaving. <laughs> guess we're leaving. But yeah, man. It was, I was like, this is bullshit. You know? And, but of course, REI, uh, they, they made Z-Wear masks when we went in there yesterday. Or two days ago. They were like, children over two have to wear a mask. I'm like, the only reason is who they cater to. Yep. They cater to the fear porn fans. Yep. And like those people are so fucking scared. And and you know that's your customer, so you have to cater to those people. And they're willing to stand out in the fucking cold and put a fucking mask on their three-year-old kid. Because, I, I, dude, it's crazy. It's crazy. It's crazy. But, yeah, yeah. man. It's all right. That's we, awesome. I'm glad you freaked out some young dummies. Yeah. It's good. We need to scare the normals. Mm -hmm. I still have that website URL. Do you? Yeah, I do. Did you ever do much of it? Yeah. No, I haven't. I, I haven't found the perfect thing to do with it, which that, now I'm getting some ideas. <laughs> Mask. Just, I'm going to start encouraging people to post videos of them going into places like Scare. REI and just taking their mask off and walking around. 
and just not doing anything crazy, right? No. Don't don't go cough on people, don't breathe on people, don't anything. Just film everyone's reaction as you, you walk around with no mask, looking at stuff. Oh, dude, I see, like I see it all the time. Like, when I'm in Telluride, dragging a heavy ass pallet down the sidewalk, I'm outside and I'm dragging a fucking 500 pound pallet down the sidewalk in the wintertime. Guess what? I'm not wearing a mask. I'm like Moses part in the Red Sea, man. All these, all these liberal hippie motherfuckers, dude, get out of my way. I'm like, good. Fucking move. And, you know, like you say, I'll do the same thing. If I got to go inside or if I'm walking through a crowd of people, if I'm yeah. not physically exerting myself to that extent, I'll put it up. And I put it up just so I don't freak people exactly. out. Exactly. That's it. It's the only reason I'm that's doing a, that's it. A, that is an okay reason to it, do that. You're it, not a pussy because you're just trying to just, not create fucking tension where you don't so, need it exactly especially I got my work uniform on so that just warrants a bunch of right. phone, yeah, call, phone exactly. calls and complaints and shit but yeah man I do people just avoid you like the plague dude it's like you're good man get out of my way yeah if you're gonna funny. be if you're gonna be that afraid about things yeah man I don't wanna talk to you anyways well yeah yeah but speaking of places uh that you don't have to worry about that got my still challenge competition tomorrow so nice yeah well, next time we chat i'll have some some info on that Hell so yeah. but uh yeah i was signed up and uh see how that goes sweet yeah what time does that go down it was about uh noon noon, noon to... completely is it too late to sign up if noon i was to do it today no it's in my i gotta think about it that might i was thinking about going skiing tomorrow but it's pretty informal it'd be fun to go do that yeah still challenges uh I, it, it's gonna be a good first one because mm-hmm. it's so straightforward. Like you don't have to worry about oh, am I supposed to shoot this two or three times and run here or do that. So uh, so yeah, you just stand in a box and shoot steel targets. So dry fire yesterday was uh, um, draws because you got to draw every five times every round and you do multiple rounds. So like you know you draw a bunch and so your draw time is you know, a little more important than when you're running around and have a chance to make that up more. But so the draws and then like target transition because mm-hmm. you're standing in one place. Like, so it, uh, that was my, I don't have my laser cartridge, but my laser cartridge just keep breaking. You broke another one? Yeah. I had one where the tail cap stopped working mm-hmm. and then I had another one that just turned into a fucking blob huh. on the wall. Yeah, and I haven't broke one yet. Dude, it's, yeah, it's crazy. I don't know what I'm doing that... <laughs> wrong that's just shit luck I think I think so too so cause it's not like you can can or can't do like you're not doing anything you're dropping it in your chamber and fucking racking it racking and you're done and shooting yeah. yeah so yeah just shit luck yeah just shit luck so it was getting uh bad I was using it mainly for uh um for like draw time mm-hmm. just to time myself on the laser X cause it was getting to where you couldn't really trust like where it was saying you were hitting and so uh but yeah it's getting my draws what is it like it's like under two seconds, I think. Yeah, the way that they have the thing. The way they got the set up. Yeah, it's set got up. it. Like each one's a second. So, dude, getting your fucking draw and a shot on target in under two seconds is. It's uh, it, yeah. It's not easy. No, it's not. No, that's from concealed. Uh, definitely not. So, dude, that book, that uh, practical shooting book that I was reading, the, the Charlie Perez one, you apparently like. To be a world class level, you got to be able to draw sub one second, sub one second, mm-hmm. consistently 0. 0.75 seconds. Yep. 
<laughs> what the fuck, man? Sounds like a good way to shoot yourself in the foot. How? I don't understand why you're like. I'm doing something similar. How are you making up a whole fucking second? I don't. And again, it's, I know it's there. Just my ignorance in it doesn't allow me to see it. But you're trying to like evaluate what you think you know about the process and be like, where is the second coming from? Mm-hmm. But it's uh, just reps, man. Reps. That's been one of those things that like just doing the reps like you just get better doing the reps so because for concealed carry like your draw is super important mm-hmm. man you fumble it you get it out be bad. Too slow. yeah like you're dead mm-hmm. it's funny like i'll be out there practicing and uh you know z's over there fucking around and you know if i fuck up my draw i'm like we're dead son <laughs> just fuck sorry this. i let you down <laughs> yeah but you know it, it is I don't think about it like, you know, real hardcore that way, but like th- that is it. So mm-hmm. like when I'm doing it, like that is my mindset. Like I just, we just fucking died. Like I needed to draw my weapon. I just did not get a good clean draw. And like, if this was real life, that would have resulted in bad things for me and whoever I was trying to help. So like having that mental framework when you're practicing, uh, helps so that you're not just not just doing it to do it. Yeah. It's like, why am I doing it? Yeah, I was out there practicing some close quarter combat stuff, like, in close. And, like, that's why you'd have to do a reverse hand draw. Like, I, cause I was telling you, I was, like, practicing that. I was like, oh, why would you need to do that? And I was thinking, like, dude, what if you're up close with someone and, and you got to, like, push to make space? And, like, preferably you'd be able to push away with your weak arm and then be able to do a strong hand draw. But that may not be the case. So what if you they got your fucking strong arm tied up and now you got to fucking get that gun out with your weak hand? And it's like, oh. So I was, I was practicing that. I get out in the garage and That's just funny. like start thinking up, imagining scenarios. Like, yeah. But it's, I don't know. That's why I think it's fun, man. You just uh, try to think like, okay, what am I going to do? Now how do I get better at that? It's like, all right, let's make up a little drill to help me get better with this skill and uh but yeah it's fun shit cool let's end there yeah so i can get out of here get to class on time sounds good man cool. all right see you see you